How's it going? It's your girl Elizabeth Cheney here with the In Between Podcast. It's uh, it's been a few weeks since we last spoke, just you and I. Well, with the exception of the Lizdoms, which I hope you all have been listening. They come out on Mondays, and it's just a you know a few minutes of. I don't even know what you want to call it. Me giving you wisdom, wisdom. <laughs> just another moment that we get together each week. Oh, I know you guys are just so happy. So the past two weeks, or let me say the past two episodes, I've had Laura Watson on the podcast. Um, last week was about all things weddings. So if you are planning a wedding or have know somebody planning a wedding, go check it out. And then the week before that, we talked all things about being a creative entrepreneur, creative freelancer, a creative, an artist. I know myself, I personally got a lot out of it. So if anything, that episode was for me. (laughs) But hopefully if you listened, you got something out of it too. So anyways, I want to take today to check in, to catch up. What's the 411? What's the latest search? The hot gas? Oh, goodness. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know who I'm trying to be there. So let's, let's talk a few updates. Like what's new in my world? What's new in yours? So I, two weeks ago, I got back from DC. It was my first time ever going to the capital of America and it was awesome. It was very clean, which I mean, I'm sure the dirt, all the, I'm sure the trash is somewhere, but I could not find it. Uh, It was really, it was really cool to be somewhere so historical, obviously Liz, but I mean, how many incredible historic moments have happened in that area, in that one location. And then to think about all the movies and, and, and TV shows and things that have references and and imagery from the the capital from DC. It was just really, I'm not going to lie. It was just really surreal. It was really cool. And everything, or it's called the national mall. And you think it's all close because judging by the map, you're like, oh, it's just a big giant park. At least that's how I thought because there was so much green area. And so my colleague and I went, we, I was there for a work trip and we got there a day early so we could kind of go explore. And 10,000, no, excuse me, 30,000 steps 10 miles later, we did the entire National Mall. It is a lot more walking than you realize. I highly recommend you wear proper shoe wear. If not, the grass on the National Mall is quite quite tough. So you could always just take a page out of my book and lay down in it when you are exhausted. But um, here's a pro tip for you. If you go to DC and you're at the National Monument and you see the Lincoln Memorial ahead of you and you think, oh, I can walk that. That's right down the hill. I have no idea the actual distance, but I'm going to go on a limb and assume it was at least a mile and a half. I don't know how it could be so deceiving. I guess the hill is a little bit higher than you realize, but I was like halfway past the reflecting pool, which is like the big body of water pool thing in front of Lincoln Memorial. And I was like, holy shit, this, this is a hot walk. This is a long walk. Am I ever going to make it? Of course we did because our rule or (laughs) our theme of the whole day was, well, we made it this far, got to keep going. And again, 30,000 steps, 10 miles later. So I just wanted to kind of go through and and, and share everything that my colleague and I jam-packed into a single Sunday afternoon. I jokingly was like, hey, I think we did a long weekend in one day. I'm proud of us. So we went to the Smithsonian Museum of Natural History. Freaking cool. Freaking cool. For those who don't know, and for those who do know, you know how much I love dinosaurs. It was amazing. Like, it made the museum in Atlanta seem 
You know what I mean? No offense to Fernbank, but y'all ain't got nothing on the Smithsonian. That's all I'm going to say. And then we bebopped over to the National Gallery of Art. That was super cool. Super cool. Saw some Jackson Pollock. Saw some Picasso. And I personally am not a huge art person, not because I don't like it, but I didn't study it. And I was very impressed. I found myself even observing and wondering what was the 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 goal, the ambition, the point of this piece from this artist. I don't know. I'm being silly now. But then continuing on, the Liz Cheney DC tour went to the Capitol, like the actual capital capital of the Capitol. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was under construction. I'm sure y'all know why. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was still cool to see. And then we bebop down. We stopped at the uh, National Botanical Gardens. Super cool. Saw lots of little bunnies. Loved it. Loved some pretty flowers. And then we continued on past the pretty architecture. And this is all like the National Mall. That's that big strip of green grass. Then we went to the National Monument. Then we went to the World War II uh, Monument, which is kind of like a direct line from the National Monument to the Lincoln Memorial. I already told you about the adventure walking past the reflecting pool. You get to the Lincoln Memorial. Oh my gosh, it is a Lincoln and a giant statue. So cool. Then you hang a left, you go to the Vietnam Wall, and then you're like, at this point, might as well go see the White House because it's not near everything else. But at this point, we're probably 25,000 steps. So let's, what's another 5,000? So we go, and I think the White House was my favorite part. It was just cool. Like it was just so cool to see the White House and to see all the FBI agents walking around, <laughs> like the Secret Service. I don't know. It was just, I don't want to say cool again because I feel like that's a very, you know, non-exciting way to describe the freaking White House. But there was like people there and you have to wonder who are these people going to the White House? I don't know. It was awesome, beautiful, historical surreal, humbling. I don't know all the words. Very cool. Very cool. I just said cool again. God dang it. Moving on. (laughs) The one thing I want to say about DC, I know I just spent like five minutes talking about it, but hopefully it was entertaining. It's a really cool city. God, I I said cool again. Let's go back. It is a very fascinating city. It is beautiful. It is historical. You're going to probably have all the moments and feelings that I did. But what's super, super awesome about it is all of the museums and all of those things I mentioned are free to go to. Once you go through the security entrance of the Smithsonian, you're there. You don't have to pay anything unless you go to the gift shop, you know, or get some food at the cafe. Everything there is like that. So you could spend a long weekend and really you got to pay for your travel and your accommodations. And I guess you probably need to eat. That's a thing. But other than that, all the actual sightseeing you can do on a really, really low budget. So that is my endorsement of DC. Wow. Sorry. I don't know why I get so excited here, but let's see what else is new. Oh, Game of Thrones. Um, Excuse me. House of Dragon has come out. Not sure if any of y'all are Game of Thrones fans, but hey, I'm into it. Even if season seven and eight of Game of Thrones was craptastic. I have high hopes for House of Dragon just because, you know, high budget TV shows tend to be pretty entertaining. So (laughs) the first episode was kind of boring, but whatever. It is what it is. Was it boring? Eh, I don't know. Another show that Stan and I have been watching, Stan's my husband for those who are new listeners, um, is the show on Netflix called Blown Away. It's one of those competition shows, but it's like blown glass. Very cool. I'm like very much into the show. So if you are into art, different types of art, different types of competition shows, it's really awesome. Um, It's entertaining. It's funny. And it's got a bunch of different type of 
characters, so to speak, like the people who are competing, they're all different types of personalities and it, it's just different than the normal average kind of competition show. So that's really awesome. Uh, let's see what else is new other than, you know, just surviving, making sure I eat, making sure I take my vitamins when needed, walking my dog on a timely manner. Um, hmm. Still looking for a house. The market's kind of cooling down just a little bit, so to speak, but haven't really found anything that we like. That's okay. Cause we're not going to rush into something that we are not in love with because homes are expensive. But let me tell you something. I think our apartment is ready for us to get the heck out of Dodge. Everything is now starting to break. So the garbage disposal broke. Got to get that fixed. The cabinets are falling apart. Granted, it's not like we live in a crap apartment. It's just, you know, they're not going to put the nicest stuff in each apartment since, you know, it's churn and burn in terms of residence. So it's like very Ikea-like and, and, and cabinets like that. So it's not like we're, you know, Hulk status throwing cabinet doors and things like that shut. But those are falling apart. Oh, and then new one today, the microwave broke. And it was very strange because I had just heated something up and then had to put it back in to reheat again. And that's when it broke, but nothing like there was no click or, or, you know, anything to establish that microwave had, you know, snap, crackle popped, but it basically just was like, it wasn't making any noise when I turned it on. I was like, what the heck just happened? So I got to put that work order in, but yeah, the house is falling apart. Excuse me. The apartment is falling apart and it's like, okay, I hear you. Just, can you not fall apart just for like maybe another two months and then I'll be out of your hair. Thanks so much. That would be great. (laughs) Other news related to the podcast. So I'm working on a trailer that I'm going to put out and try to promote this baby, get get some get some followers. So, hey, for those who do share with all your friends and your peoples, your family, I appreciate you. I see you and and I need more of it. I'm just kidding. In all seriousness, though, I'm very excited for, you know, the things that are coming up on the podcast. I actually have a really special interview this week. Uh, It'll be next week's episode. Um, So stay tuned for more information on that. I kind of want to leave it a little elusive because, you know, I got to make you come back wanting more. Ooh, who is she going to bring on? What's she going to talk about? Well, trust me, you don't want to miss it. I'll have some promos and things getting ready for it. That's what I mean by big. I'm going to have promos. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But you know, I'm just stepping my game up. I got, uh, I'm trying to get into the video world. Apparently podcasts are moving to YouTube as in like, that's the new big thing, which I'm like, is that a podcast or a talk show in my head? But whatever the people want video, I will give them video, which means I'm just going to have to wear more freaking makeup. But that's okay because I'm cute. (laughs) I mean, I'm cute without makeup and you'll get me without makeup probably more often than with makeup. I don't know why I'm talking about makeup. Anyways, side note, we're getting on video people. So check that out in the next couple of weeks. The interview that I have coming up this week for next week actually is video. So this will be my my test to see how great I am at doing this video thing. Mm, cries inside. I hope I can pull it off. <laughs> so switching gears a little bit. Um, ever since I got back from DC, I've been feeling a little... Not all over the place because it's kind of been a trend the past couple of episodes or at least my, the past couple of solo episodes. I definitely don't feel like I am flying by the seat of my pants anymore because you kind of have this sink or swim mentality. I felt a little overwhelmed. I had so much going on. This is and this trying to catch up on work coming back from a week long work trip. You know how that goes. Podcast stuff, life stuff. The list goes on. I am proud to say I am 
all good. I am completely on the horse. I'm not even hanging off the horse. I feel like I am riding bareback at this point. Yeah, I said it. I'm riding bareback on the horse. So this is my 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 tip to you all. If you feel like you're falling off, you'll get back on. Just ride it out. Just write it out and try to give yourself grace and peace of mind and, you know, understanding. Man, Liz, you sound so confident. Let's talk about what got you to that mental place. Okay, so feeling a little unsettled, feeling a little bit like my, you know, flying by the seat of my pants the past month, month and a half, right? With that, I, I, when I feel a little overwhelmed, I tend to ignore my body. I tend to ignore the stress signs. I tend to ignore the warning signs, so to speak, of like, hey, you're overdoing it. Hey, you're juggling too much. Hey, you got too many, too many pots on the stove. You're burning some shit. Okay. So last week I didn't have a Lisdom. If <laughs> I'm sure you all noticed, and I'm sure you were all super upset. And the week before that, my episode with Laura didn't come out until Friday instead of Wednesday. Now in that week, week and a half time span, I had multiple thoughts of, oh my gosh, I'm a failure. Yeah, I know. So dramatic. I'm a failure. I must not really think, take this podcast thing seriously. If I did, I would make time. I would push, push, push. Now, mind you, I have a full-time job that takes priority because I got to pay the bills. This podcast, I'm doing it all by myself. There are some learning curves still to this day. I also have life stuff. I got chores. I got a pup to take care of. I got a husband to take care of. <laughs> LOL. I got family. I got to make sure my Nana is calling her doctors, getting these doctor's appointments scheduled. I got a lot going on. So my therapist says, why don't, why don't you recognize that? Why do you push yourself so hard to the point that I do get overwhelmed and stressed out? Because, okay, if things are starting to unravel in my head, I start putting more pressure on and that's, it's not going to bode well. So I started working in that like week, week and a half. I started working on this inner narrative of I am not a failure. Life happens. I am still learning the ropes with this whole podcast thing. I'm still getting my feet underneath me and and growing and learning new techniques and new things to do with it. Doesn't mean I'm a failure because I will I will have the episode next week. Life happens. It's okay. And you know what? I got over it. I let it slide. And then I reflected on, wow, giving myself that grace to allow myself to have the time to do what I need to do. And, and in this sense, it was catching up on sleep because I was so go, go, go when I was in DC for work. And then I had work to do when I got back and, and, and I had to go hang out with my, my, my family and do this and do that. Not that that's a, you know, but you know what I mean? Like there was just responsibilities and things I had to do. And I didn't have time to ground myself, to decompress, to just, whew, Watch some freaking TV. That's okay. I had to tell myself it's okay to relax. Side note, I've recently learned I don't know how to relax. That will be another topic for another day because I've been kind of journaling about it, trying to explore that. But yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just going to accept it that I, I, I struggled to relax. So going to work on that anxiety myself and um, hopefully share with you all what I learned or, you know, the trials and tribulations that come with it. But anyways, back to the point being. We've got to learn to give ourselves grace and to talk to ourselves a little bit more kindly. Now, you know, I, I don't know the exact words for what I'm talking about. If there is a term, you know, in therapy within mental health world, I have no idea. But that inner narrative that, oh, I'm a failure. Oh, I must not really take this seriously. I mean, it's so toxic. It's so negative. It's that black or white thinking. That's not healthy. And that's definitely not going to empower me to, to suck it up and get the shit going. No, of course not. But I recognize I am allowed 
to take the time I need to do what I need to do. Now this kind of filters in into the mindset of, okay, well, when I, when I get a house, I can build a better, I, I can create a better studio. So my podcast will be better. And then I can do video and then I can do this. No, that may be partially the truth. Like I, I, I jokingly talk about all the time how this itty bitty apartment is overwhelming because it's just not enough space, which is true, but I can't change that current circumstance in the moment. So in a sense, I do have to kind of suppress those emotions. However, it's not suppressed where I just don't even acknowledge them because I feel like that's kind of where things can go toxic, but it's suppressed as in, all right, I recognize that this is a situation. I recognize that this, oh, this stresses me out. I recognize this is not ideal, but this is my current state. It's not my forever state and that's going to be okay. One of the bigger lessons I learned the past year is that I, that thinking of, well, when this happens, I can do this. Or when that happens, I can do that. For example, with the podcast, I had this whole thing in my head that I had to have everything figured out. If I ever had a remote guest, I would know what software to use. I had all my logos and my branding colors and this and my website, a whole social media plan. LOL. I probably have half of that now. And I've been doing this thing since, since May. But had I kept that mindset, I, I wouldn't have ever probably launched this podcast. So now that I'm saying all this out loud, I know I'm kind of saying two different things, but to me, they kind of go together because it's all about how you talk to yourself in terms of the goals you're trying to accomplish, whether that's to move, whether that's to make a big move, like out out of the state, whether that's to get a new job, whether that's to get a job in a different industry or a whole different realm. Like you want to go from marketing to sales, which I know isn't like that crazy of a difference. Okay. How about this marketing to it advertising to, I don't know business operations, finance. You are allowed to have these big dreams, big ambitions, but you are not allowed to talk to yourself poorly. You hear that? That's a rule at the In Between Podcast. I'm just kidding. It's okay because we all do it sometimes. Case in point, moi. (laughs) But the rule really should be, okay, if it happens, how do you pick yourself back up? So the way you talk to yourself is important and the way you pace yourself is important. That's the two, the two factors that play into both of these types of these mindsets, these, these inner narratives. So whether we're having the black and white thinking, we're having the, okay, well, this is not going to happen until this happens. I can't record or create a podcast until I get a house. (laughs) No, that's not how it works. Also, I want to add all of this said, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be positive Patty all the time. You don't have to be positive Patty. Every once in a while, you can be negative Nancy. You are allowed to be Nancy, okay? But understand, staying in that negative mindset is not gonna get you anywhere. And if I can make one more point, one more example about this this topic of the inner narrative, how we speak to ourselves, how we pace ourselves. So talking about this black or white thinking, okay, I'm a failure because I, I didn't release my podcast on the exact day that I normally do. Womp, 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 womp. Okay. Um, this whole idea of thinking of, well, once I do this, I can do that. My life's going to be better. I can, I can launch my podcast when I have everything together, all my ducks in a row. There's one more other type of thinking 
thing of um, inner narrative that I want to kind of talk about. And that is this, when we are overwhelmed and we're juggling multiple things, we have a lot of balls in the air. Okay. Maybe we're also battling and juggling some mental health, you know, issues or, or some setbacks in the process, uh, raise his hand. When I was going through my, my, my depression episode, my dark depression last year, I have firsthand experience of this. When you are already overwhelmed trying to get your shit together, more or less, it's easy to get stuck in that, that cycle of thinking of, well, if I'm not trying to put all my energy towards this one endeavor, then this endeavor is never going to happen. It's kind of like a mix of the other two examples of the, oh, I am a failure because I didn't do this or this at the right time or when I wanted to. Also this, well, it's not going to happen unless I, I do this or I have the house. It's like a combination of the two. So for example, let's, um, you know, how about this? We'll just use the podcast example because that's obviously uh, relevant to me and I can explain it very well, but roll with me here. Last year I was, you know, battling my mental health. Uh, I was going through what I was going through. And at the same time, I hadn't yet quite realized what I was going through. Okay. This is like in the middle of it. So I was battling the depression didn't quite realize it. And in my head, I was thinking I was a failure. This was never going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. I was never going to launch a podcast because I was no good. Blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, other than working on myself or working on what I was going through, trying to reassess and slow down, pace myself, I had this narrative of, well, if I'm not focused on it, if I'm not talking about it, if I'm not beating myself up about it, it's never going to happen. I'm a phony. I'm a fake. We have got to learn how to check in with ourselves and recognize that we're not doing okay. We're not going to be able to, to put out and accomplish the goals and dreams that we, we have for ourselves, but that does not mean it's not going to happen. And I say that sternly also as like a, a, a voice to myself to remind me, okay? So understand that sometimes we have to slow down. Sometimes we have to pace ourselves and maybe in that moment, it means we can't put the energy towards whatever the goal is. So last year, I basically had to rickle, rickle, rewind, you know, go back to Elizabeth, go back to, okay, nothing is working. I am not achieving any goals and I am miserably depressed and sad. So let's start from, you know, ground zero. Basic taking care of yourself, basic skills. Let's, let's brush our teeth. Let's take, let's bathe regularly. Yeah, that's, it'd be like that. I'm sure if you've been listening to the podcast, you've heard me talk about mental health and, and when I went through my depression and all that said and done, here I am. I launched the podcast y'all a year ago. I couldn't even fathom it. And now I've done it, but I had to slow down. I had to kind of rewire my brain and my thought process and get out of the mental health crisis I was in. And then I was in a, in a much different mental space. And that doesn't mean I don't have bad days. Shit. Of course I do, but I do get back on the horse quicker than I did before. So again, we need to watch how we talk to ourselves. We need to be mindful of the pace in which we are going about things and, and make sure those two things don't come swirling in, combining and affecting us where we just kind of get stuck, but we're still on that, that mind track of, but I got to get it done or it's never going to happen. Honey, I promise you it will happen. Take care of yourself because that dream and goal won't go away if it's what you truly want to do. I believe it. I know it and I'm living it. Okay. That is your wisdom for the freaking week. Okay. I take that back. Your wisdom was Monday, but that is the motivation to continue on the rest of the week. You hear me, man, I'm a little hot right now. Got really excited. 
Well, that's about all I have for today's episode. I know, coming in hot, coming in full of flames and power and fire and excitement. (laughs) I really appreciate you all listening. And hey, if you liked this episode, if you like the podcast, if you like me, I would love it if you would leave me a review, follow me, subscribe, all the things on all all the different directories. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple. I'm on Google. I'm on all of them. And if I'm not, let me know and I will get on it. But I need your love, please. So yes, please go send me the reviews. And if you're not already, like, follow, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And if you want to follow me on the social medias, my Instagram is in.betweenpod, at in.betweenpod. And eventually we're going to be on YouTube. So look out, world. She's villain video. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all she wrote. I will see you next Monday for next week's Lizdom. And next week's episode features a very special guest. Without further ado, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your support. I'm Elizabeth Cheney. This is the In Between Podcast, and I'll catch you next time. See ya.